Okay. How about the Cabal and the Rothschilds and the Masons and the global no, no, that no. we're going to do have? Not, do not, not put the Masons in that. Oh, do not Why can't Masons I put a Mason in there? The primary <laughs> focus the primary focus of the Mason House is to make the American uh, lives better. Yeah. I didn't really through, think it was bad. Through philanthropy, through saving people's lives, through feeding them, do not ever put them in all that crap. Or else, Elise. Good call, Mike. <laughs> here's, uh, here's the poll that we did uh, behind the scenes here, uh, Ted. We, did, uh, we conducted a poll that uh, the listeners got to vote in on, and the first question yeah. was, did Donald Trump make America great again? With uh, 43% saying no, 57%. Oh, excuse me, 43% saying yes, 57% saying no, majority. Should Donald Trump be impeached? Uh, 57% say yes, 43% say no. Uh, number three, was Donald Trump responsible for inciting a riot? 57% say yes, 43% say no. Was the election stolen from Donald Trump? 14% say yes, with a 71 percent saying no and one uh, excuse me 14 percent saying there's not enough evidence to say for sure now uh, number five was the january 6 2021 a protest or an organized coup uh it looks like 86 percent say both 14 percent saying no that means yes it was and it was a protest uh, number six, has Trump's presidency been good for America? With 43% saying yes, 57% saying no. Number seven, what? was Trump responsible for a thriving economy and the all-time low in unemployment during his presidency before COVID-19? 43% say yes, 57% say no. Now, number eight, did Donald Trump mishandle the response to the COVID-19 pandemic? 71% say yes, 29% say no. Number nine. So you got five people saying that they don't like Trump and, yeah. and then four people saying they do. Yeah. Those numbers were pretty consistent, weren't they? <laughs> Is there corruption within Congress? Uh, 86% say yes. He agrees with that. 14% and say no. And the last one, should all, this, this should concern you, Ted. Mm -hmm. Should all January 6, 2021 nations, capitals, protesters be arrested and charged? 43% say yes, 57% say no. So oh, that's good. So that's a. <laughs> I really wasn't worried, and I will take my day in court. I'm not afraid of them. Uh, I, I changed my answer on that one. <laughs> I, I don't think he should be arrested. Oh, okay. Thank you. Unless so, there is proof that he entered. Just executed, right, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> From starting with, starting with the, the, the small toe. Starting with his pinky toe. Well, I'll tell you what, I've spent my entire life making my word and name mean something. I'd put it up against any politician in Washington anytime. Amen to that. That goes for a lot of people. <laughs> so as we wind down here, Ted, uh, uh, you know, I kind of want to wind down, give you some uh, final thoughts to this. Um, a lot of people that I spoke to to try to get to try to get them to attend, some of them were very enthusiastic about joining this uh, webinar and hearing what you had to say. Other people said, as soon as he gets on and says that he was at the Capitol, I'm going to call the FBI. This guy should be arrested. He uh, is a part of a, a seditionist uh, group of people who are trying to overthrow the government. He should be arrested and charged with the fullest extent of the law. I mean, uh, this is something that Michael said as well. 
He said, he sh- I should not be giving you a platform to talk or voice your opinion. And I would extend the, the invite to Michael to, for him to, to come on here and, and say what he feels and believes. I have no, no problem with that. Uh, what, a, what do you want people to know about you? thousands of people at that protest. If we had been violent, we could have leveled the city. Nobody was violent that we saw again. I didn't even know until I left that anything had gone on inside the building. There was no organization. There was no word out. I mean, how can this be turned from a protest into sedition? So because you did say, and, and this is when you were first talking about it, right? You said you walked up to the Capitol building yes, and you, you observed that the barriers were moved to the side. Yep. And then you specifically said, and they smelled tear gas in the air yeah the wind was blowing it right over toward us right so it never occurred to you that that was unusual at a place where you were there for a peaceful protest that it's unusual that you're smelling mustard I, i'm i'm gonna assume tear glass smells like mustard gas because i have no idea what tear, gra- no, tear must, gas smells I think mustard like gas will kill you right well okay okay i have no idea sulfur i don't know what tear gas smells like uh so, well if you've been in the military you do yeah okay well you're exposed to it in your training okay so you smelled it in the air but then that didn't trigger anything to go yeah, something uh, there funny was, happening here there was people crowded on the steps and up on the second level patio we saw that. That's what got us up there. What are these people doing? But we nobody entered the building from our viewpoint. We thought it was just trying to get them back off the steps and stuff. And then they were exuberant on the steps, you know. We we're on the steps of the Capitol. They were shouting, waving their flags. But, again, we saw four cops standing up on the level, second level in front of some doors. And a few minutes later, they were gone. And again, I did see, I saw four other police officers while I was standing on the grass. What some of y'all might have missed, I had a young blind guy with me. So I see these police officers up the slope from me starting to line up. And I'm thinking, wow, these cops are going to sweep down this hill. And I've got a guy that's blind here I'm trying to take care of. And I looked for my other friends and I turned back and the cops were walking around the building away from us. Um, So... Yeah. I, I guess I guess to to uh, to Rebecca's point, uh, Ted, yes. and to be fair, what I think what she's saying is, it's a little suspicious to go into a peaceful protest and and smell, feel tear gas. If it's such a peaceful protest, these type of things wouldn't be smelled or or felt at a at, a, at a protest. That, it was that big, Eric. It was that huge. It, I mean, they were trying to control crowds, so I thought. I saw some guy come by, obviously got pepper sprayed right in the face. See, again, they don't use pepper spray and they don't use tear gas. Um, they don't? I've, at peaceful I, protest. I don't know. I've, I've seen uh, history has taught us different, though. Yeah, they spray that stuff all over the place. They've, Not at peaceful protests. I haven't ever heard of a peaceful protest. Well, every Trump protest the or media rally doesn't this the one. media doesn't show you a peaceful protest. I've never seen a peaceful protest because the media has never shown me you're any sh- of the. You're trying to say that they spin the narrative all summer long. They kept telling you they're peaceful protest as they burn cities. I mean, I, now, that's that's misleading to say the least. That's we, what that, that so, is misleading to say the least. Really, Mike? 
Well, Mike, well, Mike, I guess, I guess to, to Ted's point, he, I, and I'm assuming you're talking about the Seattle occupation, uh, the protests in Portland, Oregon, where things did get violent. Um, you're referring to stuff like that. Nights, hundreds of nights and a hundred nights in a row. They protested. Try to, uh, I mean, Mike, how can you say that when they, every me- mainstream media was calling these peaceful protests while they burnt and looted cities. Yeah. So, so Mike, what's the difference there? I mean, I'm genuinely curious between, you know, a, 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 a na- nation's capital protest versus an occupancy in places like Seattle or, a, you know, things that happen in, in uh, Portland or throughout the nation in the names of, of, you know, black lives matter or our good intentions. So a peaceful protest is that simple. What happened in Portland started peaceful, and it didn't end up peaceful at all. Then, Mike, why did they call them peaceful protests all summer long while it was going on? And don't there's, there's no there's no way that they called that a peaceful protest. Yes, they, they were usually unless unless they were utilizing it to make it sound like all the protests were equal. And they, they also called the Seattle occupation a a party or something like that, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> right. But you, you have to you have to realize they're usually using the verbiage as a tool to to make every single protest the same. And every single protest was individual protests. The ones here in Dallas, the ones what in Dallas were peaceful until what did they all result in? Not all of them did not result in the, the same thing. Protesters all of them did dark and then the riot the ones shown on tv all ended up in the same thing looting and killing uh, no. shop owners absolutely not that's all i saw i disagree that's that's all that was presented to you wow so the media is controlling what you see mike holy <laughs> shit. oh no mike he's got you there a little bit so um, no very no. Ple- okay elaborate what you're talking about he's mike. he's correct in one thing is if you lo- if you look at the media that only uses one voice. You're only going to see and hear one story. But if you do what I do, I look a little bit from the left, a little bit from the right, and I try to find sources that are in the middle. And most of the time, when you're talking to individuals, uh, it'll be more in the middle than either way because they have no skin in the game. So Why is it hap- so hard to find the middle? I'm not... I've looked for these these resources, and I mean, it's a lot of reading and a lot of research you got to do. Yeah, Mike, she's only she only find. she's only gotten past you know eleventh grade. You you got to give oh, people like at least a right. right. I just so, don't like to read. So here here's a quick lesson on trying to find a place, uh, trying to find out if you're trying to be led in a direction or not. If there's an article, and there's quoted text, and the quote is a sentence long. And the article is three paragraphs long. What do you think's going on there? They're leaving out a lot. No, they're adding a lot. Oh, they're yeah. doing they're doing an information edit on you. So what you need to do is you need to find news resources. Kind of like the stimulus bill. Right, right. So what you need to do is <laughs> you need to find resources that give you the quote only, so that you can use your mind. To try to figure out what's going on. I was watching uh, the Sen- the Congress do the. I-, I finally sat down and watched the uh, Congress uh, go over until like one o'clock in the morning. They were sitting there arguing about uh, stating their facts or whatever uh, about 
the um, states, the states uh, not following the right legislation, their own constitutional law. So I, I stayed up and watched this for hours. And earlier in the day, there was all these talking heads over the top of the people who were over the senators. Every time a senator would get up to talk, some talking head would sit there and gab on top of it. And it was always a woman that they always covered up. Why is it that they never let the women talk? I just, I just don't understand. I that. think you and Margo share a lot of uh, things. Like it, it, there's, there's a lot of, lot of that in our current society. <laughs> and it's been a lot worse. It's getting better. But the it's mansplaining is really bad. The mansplaining is still perver- perversive. Oh, mansplaining. Oh, oh, I love that oh, word. Oh, That's oh, a hysterical word. I couldn't remember that word. They mansplaining. There you go. Oh, what, what this lady is actually saying. <laughs> so you, you, you've probably been. It's just, all right. My husband is my interpreter for people. <laughs> He's my translator. People, people. <laughs> We go to a party or whatever, and he, I, I say something, and he goes and says something else to explain what I said, you know. And well, he's your designated man. What would you do I without understand. him, Elise? I'm just a woman. I'm just a woman. I get it. I don't know. Don't yeah, listen you, to her. Hey, Elise, can you put him on the line? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he's at work. The man works for a living. There so, you go. So let me address this to you, uh, Ted. Um, okay. Because you're a supporter of of the. Trump presidency because you want him in office another four years. Um, being a Trump supporter to me uh, means now from the translation that I see on the media, uh, from people who, who don't agree with Trump, it means that you are now a racist, that you are, you shouldn't even be listened to, that you are as close to a, you are supporting a dictator. Um, you are oppressing women and basically everything that is what the American way is, is what you're supporting. How do you feel about that? What do you want people to know about uh, who you are as a supporter of, of, of Trump's presidency and your values, your beliefs? I mean, you said you own a business. A lot of people yeah. want to be successful. Do you, do you take it to heart when people think that you're a racist and, you know, all these other things that come with being a Trump supporter? I laugh at them truthfully. I don't think there's much racism left. I mean, white people are terrified to be called a racist. And I deal with people of all parts of life and very, very few races around. And I'd say in my world, we're the normal. 95% of my world is Trump supporters, uh, Republicans. They're all management, their owners, their bosses, that everybody's worked their way up. And we're all alike. And it may be terrible to y'all, but we've all worked for a living. And I'm not repeating uh what were y'all what were y'all accusing me of? This is all just uh conspiracy theories. I'm just looking at the facts in front of me. And that's what I do every single day, making decisions. I look at all the facts and I make the best decision that's best for my company and my people. And that's all I'm doing with politics is looking at what's going on myself. And I see it daily and it's been on steroids for the last six months. Oh my God. Any, any final words, any, uh, any additional questions that you guys might have for Ted? 
the Trump supporter. Uh, uh, I I just have to make uh, after respond to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're a melting pot in the United States. Um, if you, if you're living a life where there's not a lot of difference between you and your friends, your coworkers. No, it's our belief, Mike. It's not right. different. We're all different nationalities. No, Both even everything. Not even even if you don't have anybody that doesn't agree with you. If you don't have anybody that doesn't look like you or yeah. doesn't, I think we all, all of us, not just you, Ted, yeah. all of us need to look for that person that doesn't agree with us and listen to them. That's what we've all done tonight. Mm-hmm. We've all come together and we wanted to have more understanding of the world that, that's around us. Every and person, I think every person I meet and deal with all gets the same start. I treat you with honor and respect until you change my mind. I don't care. (laughs) That's a great way to to look at it. That's awesome. What's the truth? And uh, it should, it should be that way. It should be that way. Well, I don't like being called a racist when people do not know what they are talking about. I don't know. I don't know if you're a racist or not. I haven't been around you enough to know. So I'm not going to call you a racist straight up. Say again now, Mike. Was that last? Part? I'm not. I would not call you a racist because I don't. I've never haven't seen you do it. Nobody has. Right. So it that's that's a huge word to call somebody a racist. Yeah, but they use it like huge. now. Every xenophobe. Hold on one minute. Hold on one minute, Elise. <laughs> Men are talking, uh, Elise. Listen, <laughs> Joe Biden is the president elect. He was two weeks out from being seated. When he was asked about this rally that turned violent, he said if the protesters had been black, it would have been a bloodbath. Where did that come from? Nobody was talking about race. So, but he, I, will, you know, I, will have to, I will have to tell you this right now. I have a lot of African-American friends, a lot of Mexican friends. I'm half, I'm half Mexican, half white. And I know for a fact that if it was a Black Lives Matter uh, protest and they stormed those doors, it would have run with blood. I think you're totally wrong. It's a a pretty bold statement too, Mike. Who was killing all these people at the riots when they were attacking police officers night in, night out? Far worse than what went on in that Capitol building. Far worse. And why would the next president of the United States have to interject race into a conversation when nobody was even talking about that? Because it was it was stated over and over and over. Every conversation I had for two days with anybody that had any type of different race other than white yep. was that they were awestruck when there was zero response from uh, any officer there. Oh, you mean Zero the that was killed and that nobody even mentions her name? Oh, she was, men- she was mentioned right away. That's that's false. Oh, Mike, exactly how much did they say about this woman? They did had – they, on what TV, they, they interviewed the guy that was standing next to her. Yes. On TV, the guy standing next to her even said she was crawling in through the window 
mm-hmm. after they were warned that they were going to shoot. Well, maybe and she, she kept crawling in. Maybe she had watched TV all summer and saw people looting buildings and burning and nobody did anything. The cops wouldn't even show up. Maybe she thought, you know, wow, everybody else protested, nothing happens. Do you think she really crawled in there to be shot? That she, she crawled to be shot. They crawled in. They she was part of the group yeah. that that mm-hmm. stormed the building with tear gas. And flashbangs. Whoa, you saw her other than in that one at that one spot. You know what she was doing the whole time she was in that building? When I was there, the, I didn't know. The man that was standing next to her yeah. stated exactly how they did it. They climbed the wall, they ran in with flashbangs, they mm-hmm. overtook the police, mm-hmm. and when they got to the doors of uh I forgot which uh, congressional body it was they oh. were they were trying to break in and she got shot and no, he had he had her blood all over him he said we so he was with her the whole time or was he saying the group rushed in he doesn't know what this woman was actually wasn't she doing. live streaming too there, or wasn't she posting there was, updates as well mike there were yes there was a small group of people that led the onslaught and he was part of it she was part of it Okay. So that initial oh, that initial group that initial group that you see that came into the building, and that police officer confronted him, and the one guy says, "Do what you will to me. I'm going to do what I'm going to do." And he just kept backing off, backing off. She was part of that group. And you saw all this on video. You know this yes. for a fact. Yes. Since you weren't there, and I I wasn't inside the building, I was right. there, and I sure the heck didn't know none of so, that. So. So I'm on I'm on Reddit, and uh, there was a uh, there was one Reddit R E D D. So not saying they had a they had they had one post that they gathered all the information everybody was was posting, and it's unfiltered. You get to see everything from both sides, and people were posting video after video after video. You you see a video of her right before she shot, right after she shot. Uh, she's actually speaking, and then there's another video of her collapsing to the floor. The only thing and you I see, was and you see everybody around her. I did see her trying to go through that window beside the door. Mm-hmm. I heard the yep. shot. She fired back, and then I saw the people around her. And that's what I saw. It was a few days later. I actually saw another video where you could see a gun sticking out around the corner of the wall. Did you see that video? Well. Yeah, there was multiple there was multiple guns drawn on the other side of that wall. No, this was only a hand and a gun sticking out around the corner. Did you actually see that or did I see something fake? I'm asking you, Mike, really. Cuz I, I don't saw- know the I don't know if the image you're talking about, but I do know It was a glove hand too, was- right? Yes. Well, yeah, I know what he's going to bring up why was a Let's guard see. inside of a building wearing black gloves? I mean, I'm a, a shooter. I don't wear gloves unless it's wintertime. Well, police police officers wear black gloves very often. This guy had a white shirt on, black gloves. Nah, not really. I, I don't know. I don't know because the, the the guys that were protecting the house, uh, there were multiple guys there. There was mm-hmm. you could tell one of them was Secret Service. Mm-hmm. One of them was probably a, a an armed. Uh, guy in, in disguise and there was a couple of agents probably fbi agents 
I know kind of like that. Somebody pointed that video out to video out to me, and I saw that. My first thought was, "What the heck does he have a glove on for?" Because it was very odd. Again, it's difficult to shoot with a glove. Mm-hmm. Don't do it unless there's a good reason. Right. Well, why do police officers always shoot with gloves on? But that's you a different thing. A police officers shoot with gloves on. They can They always have gloves on. Shooting a police officer. Police officers always have gloves on. I got gloves on right now, Ted. So even before COVID, police officers would wear gloves. Yeah, it's cold out. Well, no, they would they would wear uh, those those non PVC type gloves so that whenever they arrested somebody and they and they got blood on them, they wouldn't have to worry about mm-hmm. getting in, infected with AIDS or anything like that. I was uh, my son's diseases, right? Yeah, my uh, my son's godfather is is a uh, is on SWAT. Okay, and he wears gloves. He wears gloves it's all the time. Little different. We're talking po- a police force, and right. uh, I too know some. I know lots of shooters. I train with police officers. But it, but if you know you're going to be at the Capitol and you know that there's going to be a protest, and you know you're going to be around a lot of people. They didn't. You're probably you're probably going to have a lot of personal protection. They didn't know, Mike. It was an everyday at work. Well, they they that, that police force failed miserably, <laughs> and we well, all know it. Were they they, know, were they, they did know that there was a protest going on, and they they were prepared for a protest. They were not as prepared as they could have or should have been. But well, I've got a question. We they, were they were prepared be, for it. There was going to be 300 National Guard there. We fully expected them to be between us and the Capitol building. We never saw a single National Guards member. Yeah, they weren't there. They were, they, we were told there was 300. So why weren't they used? 